Hi, I'm Jill, and this is the Skein Enable Podcast, enabling your crafting addictions one episode at a time. This is episode 105. It is Jan- January. It's... When is it? Um, it is June 21st, 2020. It's a Sunday afternoon. I've been kind of relaxing today and thought it was time time to get this podcast out. I have tough to, stuff to talk about. Um, I hope you're all doing well. If you're watching, listening to this later, yeah, the pandemic's still happening. You would think it isn't, but it is. And so I'm still home, still working from home. There's continued to be social justice protests, Black Lives Matter protests. It seems to have slowed down or maybe just the media coverage of it, but it does sound, it just seems very encouraging um this time around that like real change is going to happen and real um progress and i think that's awesome yeah i'll just be very pleased if something if we can make some actual change happen you know and then get out and vote in a few months okay so let's see why don't i just get right back into crafts so what have i finished one I've been talking about for a long time now. I finally finished The Dashaway Reindeer by Sarah Elizabeth Kellner, um, which is a stuffed animal decorative item. I don't know. It's like 11 inches long, maybe. It's a reindeer. <laughs> and it's I use um, Knit Picks Wool of the Andes Briar Heather, which is a worsted weight yarn for the body of it. Um, use some Knit Picks Telemark really old stash for the antlers. I put a little bit of um, wire in the antlers to make them stand up. Um, and then I used um, just some leftovers like Anzula. It's got, um, the reindeer has this like bridle and reins, So it's mostly a, like a red, like knit strip, but then there's a stripe of yellow in between. So it's yellow and red. And those are just used leftover worsted weight scraps of yarn that I had. Um, I ended up buying some jingle bells. I used three quarter, eight, three eighth inch bells that I got from Joann's. I full on ordered them from Joann's, like when they were doing the door side, like curbside pickup. And it had been like well over a week and just heard nothing about them. And then I finally like just called to check up and then the store was just open. They were like, oh yeah, just come in. So, you know, I had to wait in line and go in, um, found the bells. I don't... I only got one package, even though I'd had ordered two different ones. And so it was cheaper and I was able to cancel the first one. But it's just weird that I don't know how long it took to just wait for them to let me know that those bells were ready or never going to be ready. Anyway, so I finished the reindeer and I was kind of keeping a secret, but it's actually for my two knitless chicks swap partner, who was Twinset Jan of the Twinset podcast. Um which means I've been listening to that recently. So that's been fun to, um, I know she's been podcasting for a long time, but I just started listening to her. Um, mostly now it's just Jan is doing the podcast, but she used to do it with her twin Ellen. And even though Ellen still calls in for the episodes from time to time. So yeah, so it's fun to catch up on a podcast, but it's also fun to like stalk her for what she might be interested in. And she had at some point mentioned like, non-religious holiday decor is <laughs> something she was interested in. So that's why I was like, this is the perfect occasion to make that whole Christmas themed item that I've been wanting to make. So that's why I made the reindeer. I kind of did like a Christmas in June <laughs> themed swap package. I also made like a little ornament um, out of 
Um, I use the pattern Mini Me by Julia Mueller. Um, she does a lot of like glove and mitten patterns. So this is like a tiny little, well, the pattern is for a glove or a mitten, but I did the glove because I just thought the tiny glove was so amazing, so cute. Um, it's probably like an inch and a half tall. I just used some leftover fingering weight scraps. And um, yeah, it starts with ribbing, then a little stocking at hand. And then you do each of the fingers separately. I used um, just, they're like I-cord, you know, and it's on size zero needles. So it took me like an evening to do this. Um, you know, there's like 10 rows of like five, five or six stitches or something for each little finger. And it's so cute. I had to block it. And when I was blocking it, Lucas like <laughs> was in the room and he was like, are you doing like the most adorable blocking ever over there? It's like, yes, I am. Um, so it's a free pattern. Um, super easy to follow. It's a mini me by Julia Mueller. So I added that into my swap package. And I also got like kind of a Christmas themed Italian cookbook because she'd mentioned Italian cookbooks and a bunch of like keto snacks and some turtle pearl yarn um, that I ordered that I thought were in like the colors of her home decor. So that's, that was my swap package that I sent off. And I'll talk about what I got back from um, my swap partner or the person who had me um, towards the end in uh, re-ups. So yes, I finished Dashaway Reindeer finally. It was like a really long period of time for that swap. So I kind of just kept putting off actually finishing it because it was so long <laughs> until I had to send it. And then the last minute, I kind of did this like half-ass job of like wrapping stuff up in tissue paper. And then, you know, I would look at other people's on the, when they, people started receiving their swap packages and they were like all like nicely wrapped. And I just like threw mine in a reused shoebox. Like it's, I got to I gotta work. I gotta. I gotta work on my presentation skills. <laughs> um, you know, it's like you spend all this time making something, and then you're like, "Here it is in a plastic bag." <laughs> so, it's like you can just spend those few more minutes to make it look a little bit nicer. I don't know why I do that to myself. Any case, um, and I also finished my Soldatna crop by Caitlin Hunter. Um, it feels like I finished it a long time ago, but maybe it's just been a couple weeks. I used Malabrigo Rios for the whole thing. Um, it is a worsted weight yarn, and the pattern calls for a DK, but I ended up getting the get engaged. So maybe it's a little like thicker feeling than uh, it would be on somebody else. So for my main color, I used, um, I think it's called Denim. It's, you know, a blue, medium blue. Um, so that's my neckline. And, you know, some of the color work within the top and then also like the ribbing of the bottom is in this blue color. I used a little bit more than one skein of the denim. I also used Sandbank, which is a taupe color. And that was like kind of the most of the body of the sweater was in that color. And then I also used Valentina, which is a light pink. And I can't remember. I think it might be called Magenta. Full <laughs> Magenta is like a magenta color. And the two pinks I didn't use that much of, but I used all of this, all of one of the sandbank, a little bit extra, more than one on denim, and then I have like more than half left on the pinks. So I 
Um, I still use the same mods that I had mentioned using before because um, I wanted a slightly looser neckline. I didn't want them as tight as some people's, as the, not as some people's, but as it was, I think, written in the pattern, even though that's, of course, not how the, not how the pattern model looks. Um, so I used the modifications to start with more stitches at the top, but then I kind of just misread I don't know if I misread the instructions or I misread the modifications, but I ended up accidentally making my short rows. You know, there's some short rows in the back of the neck just to raise it up a little bit. I ended up doing them for like like half as many stitches as I was supposed to. So they're like half as wide. Um, so they don't go across the entire back neck. They're just kind of partway across the neck. But they're not very deep, so it really it works fine. But because I did the short rows in the wrong place... When I split for the sleeves, and then this worked top down, and then I had gotten like an inch or so into the body, and then I tried it on, and I realized that my armholes were in totally the wrong spot. Or technically, the short rows were in the wrong spot. Um, so when I tried it on, the, there's this little crescent of short rows is just over one shoulder. And it didn't pooch out or anything weird, because... You know, they're pretty shallow short rows, or only a few rows, but it was totally not symmetrical. I can't just have this little extra crescent of blue over one shoulder and not on the other shoulder. If I had done them on both shoulders, it would have been fine, but I didn't. It took me a while to figure out what was wrong, um, and it took me longer than... I ended up just making a change to fix it, and then later realizing what happened. But I ended up ripping back to where I split off for the sleeves and then recalculating to have my short row section at the back of my neck. And so then I had to just adjust where my um, armholes were, which also means that if you look at everybody else's, their center of row is dead center in the back. And you can tell because it's color work, you know, so there's always that kind of jog. Um, so that's like straight down the back, center back. But mine is actually like, um, off to one side <laughs> like it's almost like a raglan line I can't remember on the right or left and then um, when I picked up stitches or not picked up stitches when I split off for the armholes I just made sure that they were perfectly even <laughs> centered with the short rows and then the new beginning of row was somewhere like underneath the, one of the armpits but it's not really um, noticeable on the body because of just how that pattern is Anyway, it only sent me back a, like an evening or so. I mean, partially because I didn't want to think about what I had done wrong. But um, I'm very happy with how it turned out. I need to get pictures. It is a little snug. Well, you know, I'm bigger right now, too. But also, like, it gets kind of high up in the armpits. I did add a few extra rows. But I'm worried a little bit just because I'm a sweaty person. And do I want to have just, like, wool up in my armpit like that? But it'll... Look cute for pictures. <laughs> so that's what I finished. Um, the Soldatna Crop by Caitlin Hunter in Malabrigo Rios. All right. So uh, my current fix, what I'm working on now, um, I'm still cranking along on that Fox Paws by Zandy Peters. That's that long um, stole-like pattern using stacked stitches. So stacked increases and decreases that Zandy Peters kind of invented. And it's been going pretty well. I don't work on it every day. 
I work on it a little bit, bit at a time. I'm using um, five different colors of Knit Picks palette, and I've talked about those a few times, so I'm not going to go into it, but it's purple, green, brown, nope, purple, green, gray, light blue, and teal, I think, are the colors. That's going well. I need to check in the pattern just like how many repeats of all of the colors you're supposed to do. I thought it was three total, but that looks a little short. I guess I can keep going till I run out of yarn, but that's a long ways from now. Right now I have like two and a half repeats, say. And that's like of every combination of the colors. So I'm working on that a little bit, little by little. I try not to do too much so it doesn't hurt my hands. I have also started a baby afghan <laughs> or baby blanket. I'm using in crochet. I'm using the pattern Compass by Button Nose Crochet. It's a free pattern. Um, I'm using Lion Brand Mandala, which is one of those like cake yarns. Um, it's a DK weight, maybe even thinner in the colorway Pixie, which has like white and orange and pink and mint green and purple all on a little bit pastels i'm using i think an f hook and the pattern overall it's an eight point star baby blanket and you do mostly double crochet but then there's like popcorn stitches in the different star peaks so it's pretty straightforward and after you do like the very beginning i started to just memorize the pattern um of course the beginning and end of a round are always give me some trouble i hate slip stitching or you know, uh, doing like a chain to count as a double crochet. I hate that anyway, but yeah, so I'm enjoying that. I'm a little bit more than halfway through one ball or one cake and the cakes are like 150 grams. So I have two total. So I think this should be a good size or good enough for me for a baby blanket. Um, right now it's I don't know, at least 12 inches in diameter, 14 inches maybe. So it's moving along. I was doing that every night for a while. I just trying to get one color done in the evening. <laughs> so yeah, so that's going quick. And, um, you know, I, of course I do worry a little bit about just putting my baby in an acrylic blanket, even though that's what people did for years. I'm getting sucked into the whole, like it must be organic cotton, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, I'll just, I mean, it's not like the baby's going to sleep with the blanket. So I think I'm not too worried about her getting like it melted onto her skin. And then I decided to start something else for the baby. And this is a hat. It's kind of like a little baby turban. The pattern is called Baker Joe, J-O, um, and in parentheses, little, because there's an adult version. And then this is the little kid version. The designer is Jessica Ambada, and she seems to be Casiha Knits. Um, I think she lives in France, though, but anyway, it's K-A-S-S-I-J-E, and I did take French, but that does not mean I know how to pronounce that. Um, and it was a 290 euros, or about $3.39 in the U.S. right now. It does call for sport weight but kind of at a DK gauge. Um, so I'm using fingering weight double. I'm using leftovers of the yarn that it used for my archer in that 
It's the Stellina yarn that I bought in Barcelona. So it's the Fee Entropia Wise Fox Stellina. And I felt like I had so much yarn. Like the ball looked so big of leftovers. But because I'm holding it doubled, it's like going pretty <laughs> going pretty fast. I'm like halfway through the ball of yarn. And I'm not sure. It's I'm doing the newborn size because I kind of wanted to have something. Like one thing that was like special that could be like a newborn size that I actually like bring the baby home in. And I don't know when I'm looking at this, it looks pretty big, but it's hard to say. Cause you start, well, geez, you start with 80 stitches, but there's short rows all the way around because it's going to make this, um, this angle to make it a turban. It's in stock in it. Um, so I finished doing the short rows and I have to do a little bit of straight knitting and then decreases and then you actually go back later and pick up ribbing along the bottom. So it's fairly straightforward, but I mean, partially I wanted to have something that I could just knit on like during meetings because, you know, in these Zoom meetings, I'm trying to make it look like I'm not knitting. <laughs> I'm trying not to look down on my stuff too much, but um, especially crochet for me, I need to look all the time and the fox paws is only like half the time I can not look at it. Um, so that's Baker Joe Little by Jessica the K Umbada. And then I'm still working on my Frolic Quilt, which is a pattern by Cluck Cluck Sew. That's a quilt. And I'm using a kit from Connecting Threads that I bought a long time ago. It's 36 by 48 inches. And um, so I finished the piecing for the top with a few mistakes. <laughs> and then um, I didn't, I had not bought backing to go with it. And so I did end up finding a backing that I think works good enough for me. It's a Heather Ross pattern or fabric that I bought probably also from Connecting Threads a few years ago. And it's like cats carrying like kittens in their mouth <laughs> or like cats with like a little row of kittens behind them. And it's green kind of a pea green, but it ended up actually not being enough um, to back the quilt with. So I ended up using, I had extra strips from the f top. So I ended up adding some of the strips at the top and bottom of the quilt. Um, so it's a little bit of a pieced back. And so I still need to quilt it. I did a little test quilting just before I started recording. So that's good. I've been putting off doing, even putting a little test quilt sandwich together. Um, but now that's done and so I quilt it and then I'll do my edging, my borders. So that's what, that's my current fix. And then what I'm jonesing for. It seemed like not much. Maybe it, maybe it isn't. <laughs> um, one is, um, it's called Festival of Stitches now, but it is actually, it was the mystery knit along for Lisa Hannes or Maliha Knits. Um, I've been talking about her a bit because she does a lot of mosaic patterns. So she designed the one that I just finished. Uh, whatever. That mosaic one that I just saw that I just finished. Um, so this was a mystery knit along and I, I don't usually trust like purchasing a mystery knit along pattern. So I didn't, but actually I love it now seeing all the finished ones. <clears throat> It's um, in euros, 560 download, or in the U.S., about $6.55. It's um, a three-color shawl. It actually is kind of like a rectangular stole, 
when it's finished. So it uses about 1,200 yards. Um, it looks like it starts as a triangular shawl um, with stripes, and then it turns into a rectangle, where then you end up like knitting off of the the edges of the triangle, I guess, the long edges. So it has stripes and lace and some mosaic, and it's really pretty, and there's like kind of like one tassel at the bottom or something. Um, so I'm really liking that now. It's the Festival of Stitches by Lisa Hannes. I have a sweater that I'm into. It's called Hands, H-A-N-D-S, Hands, by Chantal Belisle. Um, I've liked a few things from her in the past. She's from Iceland, I think. Um, I believe she lives in Canada right now with her wife. And her like shop name is The Flying Yak. I've been enjoying following her on Instagram, too. So it's a slightly cropped cardigan, um, but it's funny. It's um, knit in Aran weight yarn, and it has like the front vertical panels, and the yokes are and the yoke is worked all in one piece. So like in a U shape from one side up and around the neck and around and down to the other side. And they have like intarsia hands on them <laughs> on each side. So the hands are almost like over your chest and then the fingers continue as just stripes around the back and then you attach the bat body and work downwards and just plain stuck in it and i just think it's really funny looking i'm really into it it's um seven and a half euros or about eight dollars and 77 cents um one thing that i'm not sure about though is like there's a lot of fabric under like the armpits like in the back so I just try to want to figure out, like, I love that whole panel, front panel and yoke look, but I just want to make it look a little sleeker in the back. And I don't know that I'm really up for doing any modifications on my own, but who knows, maybe somebody else might. Um, it's a pretty cool look. I think she's coming out with another pullover pattern that I like right now, too. But anyway, that's Hands by Chantal Belisle. And... Um, a crazy one, another crazy one, is called Face Hugger by Nitsa Drake. It's her only pattern. And it is full on the face hugger. It is like the alien from Alien, the movie. Um, but not like the, what is it called, the xenomorphs. But it's like that thing that almost looks like a um, scorpion or <laughs> whatever that's like on top of people's faces. And like pumping eggs into their mouths or something. Um, so it's a free pattern. Um, it is knit out of super bulky yarn. And then there, it looks like there's also like an Aran weight yarn in like the same color that's used for the different legs. It looks like a lot of work. <laughs> but it's kind of crazy. And um, I just thought it would be really funny if I somehow made that and then used it for either my maternity photos or baby photos. <laughs> <laughs> since I've never really done any like beautiful maternity photos just like have this be the only one where it's like I'm holding my my pregnancy belly with like that thing over my face um okay no no not everybody <laughs> anyway that's just um something I thought was cool it does seem like it would take a long time it's called face hugger by Nitsa Drake and um, I have a couple baby, just two baby items. One, um, you know, I've been listening to 
the Net- Netmore girls for a long time, and they always used to talk about tube socks, baby tube socks. Which I the idea of personally wearing tube socks grosses me out. Like I don't know why. I think it would just drive me crazy. Like everything would feel like it's shifted around wrong on my foot. Um, but it makes so much sense for a baby, so that or for a little kid, because then you have so much more time. Like you don't have to. You're not like beholden to where that heel is. Like just keep wearing it. It's like knee highs and then their short socks later as they just get older so i've been thinking about making some <clears throat> excuse me so i've been thinking about making some baby tube socks um so I might use the Ge- genevieve's tube socks pattern which is the one that jasmine wrote up um i guess like she had mentioned like says it out loud in one of the episodes but because i think they had um, changed podcast servers or hosts or whatever um i think that is no longer up anymore so whatever it's only like a dollar to download the pattern and then it goes towards like genevieve's adventure fund or college fund or whatever so that's one thing and i've got tons of leftover sock yarn so i could really just do that i mean i have a lot of of full skeins of sock yarn so i could even just do that um and then the last item is another is a crocheted item it's called the hope romper dress um, it's a baby romper um, by Nomad Stitches, and it's five and a half euros or $6.43. And that's um, Nomad Stitches. This is the same one that did that cropped um, cropped crochet top that I did for the gift along last, last uh, winter. And these are like a crocheted onesies or romper more of a romper because they're kind of loose in the bottom and it's um crocheted in fingering weight but the bib of the romper has like a rainbow on it like so it's crocheted in that arc with the different colors and then the bottom i can't tell if there's two different ones it looks like there's a couple different pattern stitches for the bottom and it's so cute (laughs) it's really cute you know we kind of like stuff that looks like the 70s a little bit for babies too and and I guess for the first week, which I missed, um, the all of the sales um, were donated to a charity. Um, I wasn't quite sure. It seemed like educating working educating working children. I don't know what that means in Chiapas, Mexico, and then also going to families um, affected by COVID in Chiapas. So great cause, and it was so cute. I mean, I missed the charity window, but. If anyone wants to make that romper for me, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm jonesing for. And then re-ups. So I think I'll start first with my swap package. So my swap partner was Lynn. Um, she's T Simple Kelly on on Ravelry. And she really did a great job of stalking me. And I had told my part, whoever, I had told the group that I was totally open to baby clothes too, since I was having a baby. <laughs> and so she made this really cute little baby sweater. She used this pattern that I think I've actually had, maybe it's not in my queue, but I've thought about it before. It's like a bulky weight sweater. It's called um, the Wee Cupcake by Tyga Hilliard. And it's in bulky weight yarn. This one is so tiny. Um, It's really pretty colors of yarn. Um, Different pinks that some have like shimp, like sparkle in them. Um, And then 
the top has like a little yoke where it's like bulky weight stripes of those different pinks and then whites and then a big like statement button and she mentioned having it be like a statement piece for the baby and it's a pretty small size i think i don't know how big babies are (laughs) um so it'll be it'll be really cute i can't wait to put it on my baby so that's the wee cupcake i believe i'm not sure what yarns this is in so Lynn made that. She also got me the Alternates book by Andrea Rangel. Um, that's been on my wish list for a long time. And it's pretty much just a stitch dictionary of different um, color work motifs and stuff and fun patterns. And I think there's also some actual patterns at the bottom of it. Um, Lynn also got me a couple balls of Holstgarn Tides because I had mentioned wanting to try um, Holstgarn. I mean, of course, I ended up then buying some for myself, but I didn't buy any of Tides, so I'm happy to get to try it. This one's 70, 30%, 70% wool, 30% silk. So it's 250 gram balls, but there's, you know, 314 yards in each, so definitely enough for something. The color is maroon, and it's definitely like that reddish maroon color, but it's got like a tweed in it. It kind of looks like um, silky tweed, you know that... Elizabeth level yarn. I have a bunch of that. But it's nice and thin, so it's like fingering weight, or you can double it. I think, you know, obviously you can double it to get something thicker. Um, she got me a cute, like, kind of canvas project bag from her yarn store, and it says stay home and knit on. And I think it's from the Simply Sock Yarn. SimplySockYarn.com. She got me like a lavish, lavishé um, lotion bar that I think was a special order for a yarn dyer. And it smells really nice. You know, coconut oil, shea butter. What can go wrong? And then these really cool stitch markers where they're like, they are actually like like that mood ring material. I don't know if that's any kind of stone or what, but you know, they're little dangling stitch markers, but like if you hold them, then they change color. So cool. Yeah, and then she also mentioned there's some, like, candy coming on the way, but she was worried about it melting in the heat, so it's, like, coming separately from the candy candy maker. So, yum! So I don't think that she's listening, but Lynn, if you are, thank you so much. It was a really um, thoughtful package, and I'm just... That's why I like doing these things. It's like, you start to stress out about, like, is it enough? Is it doing it? But, like, it's just, like, to have somebody really like think about what your interests are it's meaningful it's nice but i'm also glad to be done with it so i don't have to like stress too much anymore (laughs) um i also got another handmade gift which i haven't written an actual thank you note for yet um but kim who came on here once years ago now and i need to have her back if we ever do anything in person again um but she's She's slow cloth on Instagram and she always has like amazing um, progress and spinning photos to share on her, um, on her page. Um, But Kim um, sent me a baby cardigan. I think it looks like the February baby sweater, you know, the Elizabeth Zimmerman one um, made out of like a purple worsted weight wool, I'm guessing. So I think she said it was like for a two to four year old or two to five year old, but can be stretched out and it's, really cute and she even like you know there's like buttons at the top but she even put backing buttons on the back of the buttons (laughs) and 
I am, I don't like doing that. Or I'm too lazy to do that. And, you know, she just, it was so sweet that, she, I mean, like, she barely knows me at all to send anything. But, yeah, like, there's a really cute tag with, like, leftover yarn for mending and extra buttons. Oh, it's so sweet. I need to send her a person, personal message now. Oh, it's so nice. Um, so that um, was a baby sweater from Kim, who's slow cloth. I have ordered a couple items. I know. Um, well, when I was ordering the turtle pearl yarn for my swap partner for Twinset Jan, um, I had to just put something else in the cart because you don't want to waste shipping on just one item, right? Um, so I ended up getting this yarn that I've been looking at probably for, goodness knows, like almost 10 years or something. Like, so she has this colorway. I've never seen her stuff in stores or anything, but she sells on Etsy. And honestly, she was one of the few um, self-striping dyers, like, that are still sending stuff out right now. <laughs> like, it was hard to find somebody who had yarn in stock at the moment, actually, for self-striping. So she has a colorway that's, um, I, I think it's called Trench Coat, but it's, shoot, um, is this that baby brain people talk about? <laughs> Oh, shoot. You know that, like, high fashion brand that has the trench coat with, like, the signature plaid um, that has, um, it's, like, taupe, but then it has, like, red. Oh, my gosh. I used to want one of these trench coats so bad when I was younger, when I followed fashion, you know, which I don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get there at the end of it. I don't know. I'm not even sure what I've searched for. So I ended up buying that for myself. So it's the Turtle Pearl yarn on Etsy. Um, trench coat is the color. I also purchased a project bag um, from Tanny, Tanny Casey. She does like these really pretty project bags. Um, I just recently started following her because I think she's friends with a friend of mine. <laughs> and um, she did two different fundraisers where she made first one was like a tote bag a wax canvas tote bag with leather straps and then all of the proceeds were going towards i can't remember if it's black lives matter or um a different fundraiser um but so then she did a second round and these are her wax canvas medium zipper knitting project craft wedge bag that's a lot of things to say um so it's i'm just opening it up for the first time sorry about the noise so it's wax canvas, you know, so it has that kind of distinctive look where you can see the wear. And it's actually, for a medium size, it's pretty big. Um, again, maybe like more than 12 inches wide and about like 8 inches high. And it has a zipper at the top with a little leather pull. The inside is like a really nice, like rustic looking, like a thick, thick weave canvas like kind of a burlap color and then there's like a leather wrist wristlet with like a little removable hook and everything so it's really nice um i certainly don't need any more project bags but it was for a good cause and they looked really pretty mine's an orchid which is exactly as it sounds so it's a solid color pinky purple um i love it and it's really great of her to be doing all that work you know for something um yeah so that's 
These are my re-ups, I think. Please tell me I didn't buy more than that. <laughs> so let's see, uppers and downers. Been watching a lot of stuff. Let's see, I watched the latest season of Insecure on HBO. I think it's season four, and I loved it. I liked, I feel like season three, I was fading a little bit, but season four is great. Um, love Issa Rae, love, um, just love the show. And then I watched the first season of We're Here on HBO. So that one follows three drag queens, Shangela, Eureka, and Bob the Drag Queen. And they go to like small towns and put on a drag show with some locals. And I don't know if it's because I'm emotional, but I was crying like at every single episode. <laughs> like just crying or like I'd be fine and then... I'd like somehow like try to recap the episode for Lucas and just like start crying while telling him about it. Let's see, we're enjoying upload, uploaded, upload on Am on Amazon Prime. It's like a new comedy series from Greg Daniels, who's the creator of The American Office. Um, so really liking that one, even though we're not done yet. We for for Lucas's. Um, show that he's working on right now he needed to reference jingle all the way that arnold schwarzenegger movie so we watched that recently and it is such a turd oh my god that movie is awful like i never saw it when it came out even though i do like arnold like i find him pretty appealing i don't know <laughs> well i mean not across the board <laughs> but it's not like a um deterrent that he's in it um, so this is the one where he like has to get this like special action figure toy for his son. And so he's just going crazy trying to find it like on Christmas Eve or something. And he just is such a terrible person in the, in the movie where it's like they didn't even try to make him likable at all. Like they just didn't even care. Yeah, it was so hard to watch. So speaking of hard to watch... Just yesterday, a friend recommended The Wrong Missy. You know, that's like that David Spade movie on Netflix. And man, it was so... Again, I don't know. I mean, I watched the whole thing. Like, I had trouble. I kept meaning to just turn it off. But I was like, I'll just keep it running in the background while I work on this quilt. And, I mean, first of all, David Spade's looking older. I mean, he's 56 or something. Which is fine, but um, as like one of the most astute things my mom has ever said is about how they always try to make male actors young, look young by giving them bangs. And boy, is that the truth in this movie. I mean, there were actually a number of jokes about his wig in the movie, so maybe... Um, which are actually the funniest parts where they kind of call it out. Because I don't know if it's a wig or what, but you're just like... Um, you know, just somehow there's this implication that like these attractive women are interested in him. And yes, it's not all about appearances, but he doesn't doing much to, he doesn't have a sparkling personality either in this movie. Um, it was, yeah, so it was not very good. Um, would not recommend it and actually have been saying I wasn't going to watch it for a long time, but then we got the recommendation and we did. <laughs> Or I did. Lucas walked away like 20 minutes into it, I think. But, oh, 
what else? Oh, I also finished Making the Cut on Amazon. Um, that's like their... Oh, it's the new like Tim Tim Gunn and Heidi Heidi Klum series where they're trying to find like not just like a new designer but like the next designer brand. So they're people who are already kind of established designers, and then they you know there's challenges and they're trying to put like business plans together for expansion. Um, it was very similar to the Netflix show with Tan France on it, like in terms of tone or in terms of like the goal. Um, but there's something, I don't know, like, I think they just assume that we love Heidi Klum's personality and we wanted to see her do cute things around places, but it was fine, but I feel like I was kind of just finishing out, finishing it out of obligation a little bit. Um, and again, I just feel out of touch. (laughs) So we were just talking about it on the forums, um, feeling very out of touch with fashion nowadays. So wasn't quite... (laughs) on board with a lot of the things that they're making. Um, But yeah. Oh, and then I finished a book too. Um, It's the book was pierced by the sun by Laura Esquivel. Probably pronouncing that wrong. She, she wrote um, like water for chocolate was her first book in the late eighties. And then there's another one law of love. I mean, they're all translated from Spanish law of love. I really liked when I was like in high school, (laughs) So probably in the 90s, Um, I can't tell you a single thing about the plot of that book, but I remember really enjoying it. Um, So this one I had got, um, I don't know if I purchased it on Kindle when it came out, by the way, like in 2014, almost seems like it was more than six years ago that I got this book, Um, but it could have been one of the Amazon like first reads and like first ones of the month. I kind of just randomly... Felt like reading something off of that Kindle, so I just picked that one. And it's actually really short. I think it's so hard to know on the Kindle, but I think some place said that it was like 200 pages. Because, you know, like you've only read like a couple chapters, and then you're like, 30%. (laughs) Like, how did that happen? How did I make it through that book? Um, So it is set in Mexico, um, and it's modern day, and it's following a police officer who like witnesses the murder of like um a local i mean i just finished this but i already forgot everything about it um you know the i don't know leader of the district or whatever so she's kind of trying to piece it together but like dealing with kind of a difficult past and you know she kind of starts going back into some bad habits of like drinking and drugs and i I enjoyed it, but it was so slight feeling that I kind of was like, oh, is that it <laughs> at the end? Like, the story wasn't, like, super strong, you know? It was more just kind of about this character, and I don't know. I, w- I don't think I'd really recommend it, but I have liked her books in the past, so it certainly wouldn't keep me from reading other ones. So, yeah, Pierced by the Sun by Laura Esquivel. And I did order some books. Um, there was kind of like a, I don't want to say a challenge because it's not, it wasn't difficult, <laughs> but, um, you know, where they were trying, people were saying to buy like two books by black authors in the last week to try to like kind of change the best selling list to all like black authors and sounded like a plan to me. And there's definitely been some books that I've been meaning to read for years. Um, so I did buy, White Teeth by Zadie Smith. Um, 
she's a British author. And then that one came out, I don't remember, maybe even just the night, maybe the nineties already, maybe two thousands. I don't know. So that one I've been meaning to read. And then I also got, um, their eyes were watching God by Zora Neale Thurston. So, and is it probably just, uh, got that wrong. Um, so yeah, so books I've been meaning to read for a while, so hopefully I'll get to them. But now there's things on the bookshelf that I haven't read. I don't have to figure out what in my Kindle is like a random Amazon first first read of the month. But yeah. So I think that might be about it. It's been an interesting few weeks. I mean, nothing really changed. It's like time kind of goes by slow, kind of goes by like real fast. <laughs> like I'm already like, wait, how many weeks pregnant am I? Um, I am into my third trimester already um, by like a week and a half. So it's starting to get a little bit more uncomfortable. Um, overall pretty good, but I'm just feeling a little bit more compressed. I feel like I might start getting heartburn again, which is a bummer. But yeah, I haven't done much more bread baking. I meant to though. I was at least going to do those um, pretzels again. Maybe I still, I still have time. It's only five o'clock. I could totally do those pretzels right now and have them ready for around dinner time. I need to at least feed my starter, if not actually make sourdough bread. So I think that's all I have. If you want to find the show notes, they're at scanenable.com. You can find me, Jill, on Ravelry, as no dice or on instagram as no dice 11 and please join us in the forum groups you can um, search for the group under skin enable podcast and yeah and chit chat with us let's see i finally got out one of those gifts one of the prizes for the first in first out um no wait for the the hundredth and hundredth episode so i got one out I need to send the other one out to Australia and then the third person I never heard it from. So, you know, if I never hear from you, I get to keep it. I get to keep that um, Mork made fiber bat for myself. So, or actually Nicole can just keep it because <laughs> she never made it to me. But I don't know if you're really behind or you never checked that one, go ahead and check it. Yeah. It's at the end of episode 102, I think. All right, have a great rest of whatever you're doing, your day, your morning, your evening, and I'll talk to you in a few weeks. Okay, bye.